that. This is Charles Barefoot. This is Josh McMahon. And we are back with Feed Me Your Construction Content. Really excited to have everybody back again this week. Um, and we're here to talk about something that's probably more near and dear to our hearts than, than others, but daily routines. Josh and I wanted to speak more about how things work on our job sites and, and where we see things getting better and where we see things getting worse. And I think, you know, the daily routine is such a critical discussion because there are so many people in our industry today that still don't get this piece right. We think, uh, or many think, you just show up to the job, you didn't put things in your scheduling software, and poof, everything happens. And I think it's, you know, for me, I wanted to kind of go through more of the residential side because that's my my background. You know, my my daily routine really starts at the house. You wake up at five every morning, make the coffee, feed the dogs, make your breakfast, read for 10 minutes. I'm doing a terrible job of that right now, but I got to get back in the habit of reading for 10 minutes, you know, just a good book or, or anything just to kind of cl- open your mind and get you thinking about something. Brush your teeth, shower and dress. Very simple, right? But it's the same thing every single morning. It just opens your mind and prepares you. And you can, you can add yoga in there or you for a run or ride your bike or, you know, whatever kind of gets you going. But that's, that's my morning routine before I even open the computer to do actual work. What, what about you, Charles? Do you have a before work routine? Yeah. So it's, it's actually fairly, it's fairly laid back, fairly simple, right? Like alarm goes off at, at five. Don't get me wrong. I am not up and at him at 5 a.m. I wish I was. There used to be a day where I could freaking just spring out of bed. Probably unhealthy, but I'll open some news articles or something, kind of like what you were hinting at, right? Kind of start turning the brain on. I try not to read anything that's going to get me all riled up and, and frustrated or anything. Mundane stuff, maybe something to do with the industry, typically. But then it's really the same thing, right? Get up, get cleaned up go make breakfast, prep my lunch for the day. I take, I take a bag lunch every day, eat in solitude because the entire rest of the house is asleep, you know? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then, and then, you know, maybe I'll turn on the TV for 15 minutes and drink my last cup of coffee and roll out. But typically for me, where I think it probably differs a little bit for you is, is I've got trades that will start hitting me up at about six o'clock in the morning. And it's because in reality, man, we're a, we're a general contractor and our trades can be traveling from hours away. And so they're just confirming something or giving me a call saying like, hey, we're going to be on site at X, X hour because something's on. Normally, I don't answer the phone call unless it's someone that I know is is in dire need of information. Normally, they'll just shoot me a text. But, you know, then I'm out the door and, you know, 730 typically on the job site, unlocking it. And then we kind of hit the daily routine of, of the job site. Yeah. Which I think they're probably very similar in, you know, daily routine on the job site. You know, for me personally, I drive through the whole community. I'm looking just to see if something stands out, something's out of place or, you know, something catches my attention. It's every time I drive through the job site, no matter what's going on, I want to see everything. My next thing for me is, I park my truck away from homes under construction. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of construction managers say that's a little different. They want to park right in the driveway, but the difference for me is if I'm walking the job 
physically walking to every home if I can, if it's within reason, you know, less than, let's say, quarter mile to the next job. I get to see things that I normally wouldn't see, and I get to see things that I will definitely not see if I'm driving. So I might catch something that I didn't see before because I'm walking and I'm taking that extra time. So mm-hmm. walk into that first house, I unlock it. I try to do a power walk. I am not interested in doing a deep dive quality control walk. So I just want to know, was that yesterday's activity completed? I do a quick QC walk on that. I update my schedule to reflect. And I, my biggest thing is I make sure that that home is ready for the trade of the day. Dry runs in our business kill subcontractors. Yeah. And it, it costs so much money to pay for a trip charge and it's a waste. So this is my routine on that is walk that home five minutes or less. I'm in and out of every home and I've updated the schedule. And I think that is, that is the most critical part of the entire day. If, if every construction manager did that and nothing else, they would be 50% more successful. Hands down, man. So like when I was doing residential, that's exactly what I did. My morning was, I'm, I'm not going to say sprint, right? But the morning time was typically much, much faster mm-hmm. um, because I wanted to make sure that, it, that one, like you're saying, the things that I was told were supposed to get done yesterday afternoon were done and the guys that are about to show up are going to have a house that's ready for them. Otherwise, it's super awkward <laughs> when they show up and nothing's, nothing's ready. And yeah, trip charges suck. I was, I was rarely hit with trip charges, not saying that trades didn't show up and a house wasn't ready, but, but we had enough going on in our neighborhoods that, that they could pretty much roll to the next house. The unfortunate thing was, is that if they rolled to the next house, I might not be getting seen that day. Now my schedule isn't just impacted by one day. It's now impacted by two, you know? So that morning, that morning was always, always crucial. And I was, you know, I was typically one of the earliest guys out there. Yeah, which is probably why you were successful on your projects too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, there's there's some there's some good and there's some bad. You know, good the bad the ugly. But yeah, you know, um, I mean, there are yeah, dudes I mean, that were far better. There were there were dudes that were far better than I was, far better. But but as far as daily schedule goes, but you know, when when I say that your my, your best your best construction manager is not just the person who knows the most about the building the home, if you do this daily walk, you update your schedules, you communicate with your vendors, your vendors are going to do everything they can to help you be better. So there's a lot of value in that. Hands down. For the most part, I try to maintain phenomenally good relationships with my, with my trade partners. Well, that's what makes them trade partners. They, right. They, exactly they value that when you do they that. They do very much so, right? Like I, I enjoy talking to every single one of them, probably help them out from doing work for me half the time. Like we're talking about, we have very similar, very similar breakdown in the commercial world. Get on site first thing in the morning, you start doing your site walks. For me, as soon as I show up, it's unlock the unlock the site and then walk it. And then what I do, what's a little bit different is that, and and it it's not really when I say it, but like I start communicating with the tradesmen as soon as I walk on the job site, right? Because it's more like it's more like having a morning huddle. We do those a little more frequently in the in the commercial world because you know you have multiple trades on site at once whereas in the residential world you kind of wanted one trade in one house at one time, right? So you're not stepping on each other. Commercial world I could have mechanical, electrical and plumbing all operating in the same space 
And so you, you want to meet everybody and make sure that any conflicts are worked out and you can start working them out first thing in the morning, vice coming in afternoon, you know, picking my teeth, saying, sure. hey, you guys need help. And I agree so, with that. Yeah. So, you know, walk site, meet the tradesmen, and then they give me a daily, like an update kind of thing, right? Like, so I'll, I'll pepper them for some information. They'll give me a quick update, rundown on what they're going to be doing. And that's mostly so I can deconflict where they're going to be working, right? So if like my HVAC guys are throwing ductwork up in a space that the electrician wanted to start putting can lights in, well, one of those guys is going to be a priority that day, you know, and then it's just deconfliction of space and time. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. And I agree with that. And I think, you know, for, for me to kind of help alleviate that, my, my morning daily walk is really that power walk hour to an hour and a half through yeah. every home. Yeah. The second walk is typically around lunchtime. So I want to walk through each home. I want to talk to the trades that are in there, find out what's going on, identify any stucks. I want to communicate with trade partners. Um, I want to develop an action plan for those stucks. Uh, I might, at that time, I might even communicate with my customers, send them a quick buyer update or send them pictures. And then that, that kind of gets me through the middle of my day and helps me with exactly what you were talking about to identify these troubles long before their troubles. And then um, to close out my day, I do one more walk. So I want to try and do three walks on every job site. And, and there's times, Charles, I might do four or five, just depending on, you know, how, what type of mood I'm in, but I'm always going to do two. Right. But that yeah. last walk, I'm locking every, all the doors. I'm looking for trade damage. I'm looking to make sure my plan for tomorrow is going to happen. I might update my schedule again, just based on what was completed. Again, I might update my customers. It just depends, but I'm, I'm hitting those two to three times every day, like clockwork. And, and that's the, you know, for me, that's the best way to drive your production. And, oh, it's to be seen. Yeah, to be seen. Because then, you know, people know that you're walking the job. They know you're holding yeah. them accountable. They will elevate their game if they know that you're walking it and you're going to call them out on it. Whereas guys that are driving the job sites, nobody cares. Right. You won't right. find it. You won't find it early enough. And then by the time you do figure out it's too late and then you can't get them back. That's a pretty good uh, observation, honestly. Yeah, you, know, you see it all the time. You, you see know. it all the time. Right. Like, you know, just slight differences, slight differences in schedule, you know, daily schedule. But, you know, once I'm done my first walk, typically what typically what could come of that is like uh, RFIs, request for information. Right. You see fewer of those in the in the residential world than you do in the commercial and in industrial world. But, you know, follow-ups with the vendors, follow-ups with vendors slash trade partners, follow-ups with homeowners, sales team, you know, whatever, whoever I've got to fire off emails to or make a phone call to. And then it's always, of course, you know, backing up other, other things, right? Like checking on my change orders, making sure if I've got any change orders that are pending, um, if those have been approved, checking to see if RFIs have been has been answered. And then honestly, man, study the plans. That was, that's a big thing for me. Little easier, little easier in production, home building or whatever from where I did come from. Right. We had plans, but they were all, you know, fairly similar in this regard, world of commercial. I've, I've found stuff on plans that I'd, I'd gone over a dozen times. And I reread it the 13th time. I'm like, that's entirely different than the way I've read this the entire time I've had this set of plans, right? Like, and now I've got to ask a question. 
So, you know, there's, there's always that. And then, yeah, sometime, sometime before lunch, I'll do another site walk or two or three, right? Like you're saying, hit lunch after lunch, come on back in, chat everybody up, see how everybody's done, you know, make any final communication that I need to yep. update, update my schedule. And then I'll head out, you know, lock it up and, and leave. And you know, it sounds simple, but you've got to have, you got to have that base schedule. Cause if you don't, anything that interrupts your daily routine will throw you off yep. all day long. That's, that's exactly right. And that's why this podcast in particular daily routine is such a critical one, especially with everything going on in the world. You know, this is this is our daily routine. Not everybody has to have the same daily routine, but create a daily routine. Write it down, know what it is, and execute it. Right. And you will be far more successful going this route than if you continue to wing it. Right. There is no wing in it. No, winging it doesn't work. It's not a long-term play. And, you know, I'll tell you, the, the, the last thing, or maybe the most important, Charles, is driving home and putting on Feed Me Your Construction Content podcast <laughs> and, uh, you know, just consuming a little bit more content. Just eat it up. Eat it up. You know? Yeah. No, I agree. I, you know, and this is, this is a, it's a fairly wonderfully short thing, right? Because it, to us, it's so simple, right? Like, hey, have a daily routine. Write it down. Live it. Love it, learn yep. it, right? You know, like live it, learn it, love it. That's what I mean. Learn it, live it, love it, whatever. Yep. But it's true, right? If you stick to it, then yeah, if somebody interrupts it, at least you can hop back on the tracks after you've been interrupted. Yes, that's that's a great point. But if you don't have anything to hop back onto, you're kind of just gonna you're just gonna float. And man, I mean, hands down, doing production building when I was there, I I, mean, I saw that happen. You know, I mean, it happened to me. If I didn't stick to my daily routine and know that I need to get back on it before I knew it, it was the afternoon and I had been solely focused on one or two tasks, completely oblivious to the rest of the things that were going on around me. I mean, and, and we're not saying like, I don't think that either one of us are saying that, you know, you can't make human mistakes. Of course you can, right? Like everybody's going to make mistakes. We're just making recommendations on how to make less of them. You know, yeah, because lucky for everybody listening, uh, we've done the errors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like I've, I screwed it up before. Right. Like I'd love for people to learn from that. But yeah, man, at the end of the day, listen to the podcast. Listen to what listen to what we're saying. We're just trying to get some information out there to you. And, you know, we we love to have people long for the ride, you know. On that, what I was going to say was the the most recent LinkedIn poll that I threw out there looks like one of the first topics we're going to have to cover is is construction leadership. Yeah, a lot of people a lot of people want to know about that. I think construction leadership is a big deal uh, because I think there's such a lack of leadership in construction. So, you know, what does that even mean? How do you become a leader in construction versus a manager? And and then I think the other big topic is customer service and. Yeah, I think you know. we need to, that's exactly it. So we've got, so far, 39% of the folks that answered wanted construction leadership. Customer care and engagement and process and profit improvement, both are hovering at 22% each. And then our daily routines, at 17%. So sorry, team, 
this one's important to me and Josh, so you get to listen to it first. I think we need to definitely hit up in customer care and engagement. That's just, that's just huge. And I'm going to tie all this together. Sticking to a daily routine will help right. you with customer care and engagement. And, and, and construction leadership. This and leadership. Right? Daily routine yes. is your foundation. If you have a good, sound daily routine, whatever that may be, all these other pieces start falling into place and they become easier. 100%. 100%. When you, take, when you standardize something and take away having to really put brain power to think about it, you start freeing up brain matter to think about other stuff. And that's where, that's where your daily routine, your daily SOP, standard operating procedure comes in. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't agree more. Well, perfectly probably. summed up. I think that was good, man. I think that's like think so 20, I think, 20 you know. minutes. Yeah. <laughs>